Blog Talk Radio. Hello, it is 2 p.m. on August 6th, and you are listening to my eighth show on Journey into Passion with me, Anike S. on Everyday Folks Radio. I am broadcasting my eighth show on the eighth month of the year and presenting a new series, People Launching Their Own Passions. Now, in the Bible, the number eight represents new beginnings. So it's all about new beginnings this month, and I couldn't be more excited. For anyone listening for the first time, my name is Anike S. Madison. I'm not only a blog talk radio show host, I'm a freelance writer, blogger, and playwright. I'm also an upcoming author, screenwriter, inventor, and I will be creating my own line of greeting cards with it all within the next couple of years. Now, indicated in the promo, I want my listeners, as I indicated in the promo, I want my listeners as well as my blog subscribers to be encouraged and inspired each time they view my blog or listening to this show. I also hope that you're encouraged to seek opportunities that will help you realize your passion. And every now and then, I will have some entertainment just for fun. So welcome to any new listeners. Welcome to my new blog subscribers. And thank you to my regular listeners and blog subscribers for your continued support. I truly appreciate you. Now, there's something that you may have heard me say a couple of times. It's called working your opportunity. And I wanted to bring that up because I had, not, I had an opportunity today. I went to the South Florida Writers Meeting. Shout out to the South Florida Writers Meeting um, for anybody who's listening. I really appreciate um, this, this wonderful group, and thank you for the opportunity. Um, and if you want to um, – actually, if you want more information on the South Florida Writers Meeting, um, you can go to SouthFloridaWritersAssociation.org. That's South Florida Writers with an S, A S S as in Sam, N as in Nancy. dot org for more information. And at the re- the meeting was wrapping up, and I forgot to mention my show. And I thought, what am I doing? I forgot to mention my show. So I stood up, I mentioned it, and because of that, not only did I have people listening, but I also got three more interviews out of it. So don't waste any opportunities. It doesn't matter what it is. And it couldn't, even if nothing happened, at least more people heard me talk about my show. So anytime you have an opportunity, seize it, take it, take your moment. Please visit my blog at anikemadison.com for more information on upcoming shows and to access the link to hear shows that you may have missed. And also, I hope you enjoy my posts because I, I take the time to really make sure that I'm inspiring people and entertaining people as I I write these posts. So I really hope you enjoy them. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. I have some some things coming up that's only available for my blog subscribers at anikamadison.com. That is A-N-I-K-A Madison, all one word, dot com. So make sure you you subscribe today. Now, to, to see some more of my work, you can catch one of my articles in the July issue of the Miami-based The Gospel Truth, my, the Gospel Truth magazine. Uh, 
You can pick up a free issue in many churches located in the South Florida area. This month, I wrote about the purposeful walk. As one, as one of the things that I wanted my readers of the article and for you to know is this. When you are going through the goals that you are most passionate about, you may think that these are just hopeful dreams that probably won't actually happen. However, if you change the way you think about your passion, you may begin to see things differently. It all begins with your mindset. I'm going to talk more about changing your mindset in my October series, so stay tuned for that. On September 17th, I'm so excited because Narissa Street and Jeanette Dean will be joining me for the premiere of our monthly show. We have some fun and exciting things in store. I'm not going to talk about them yet, but just stay tuned because it's going to be fun. Now, please tune in tomorrow and every Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear the creator of Everyday Folks Radio Network, Dr. Billy Jones, on BJ Speaks. Prior to creating the Everyday Folks Radio Network, he wrote Everyday Folks Short Stories on the Common People. This book inspired the creation of the Everyday Folks Radio. You can purchase this book on Amazon or anywhere books are sold. Now, to get more information, please visit his site, at BillyPaulJones.com. That's all one word. Billy, B-I-L-L-Y, PaulJones.com. Also, tune in every Friday to hear Keeping Up With K-Pop. On this show, you will get a glimpse into the fascinating culture of Korean pop. You can hear the next show on one, at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on August the 12th. We're growing here at Everyday Folks Radio, so stay tuned for some really exciting things. Within the next couple of months, you're going to see the growth, and it's really going to be fun. Make sure you stay tuned. And, of course, as always, you can go to my blog at AnikeMadison.com where I'll have the information. Shout-out to my pastor, Apostle Carlos Elmanon Sr. I truly thank you for listening in, and I thank you for all that you do. I am so excited that he'll be joining me as I kick off my October series. I'm telling you, if there is ever a show you don't want to miss, this is the one. Stay tuned for more information on, a, on this show. I have exci- I, I'm so excited about this, and I def- you definitely don't, don't want to miss it. I'll let you know when. Shout out to Sean Terrell and the host of In the Black Radio every Friday, who, um, who actually broadcasts every Friday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They are globally connecting entrepreneurial minds. You can find out more on In the Black Radio, more about them at intheblackradio.com, and then tune in every Friday at to 8:80 a.m. radio to hear this great show. As I mentioned earlier, um, I went to the South Florida Writers Association meeting this morning, and I want to make sure that you you mark your calendars for August 27th because life coach and published author, seven-time published author. Steve Leibowitz will be joining me on the show. And um, I also want to say shout-out to Joan Dempsey and the members of Revise with Confidence. I truly enjoy being a part of this group. And you can, hear, you can see more on Joan Dempsey at J-O-A-N-D, as in David, E-M-P-S-E-Y.com. And, um, of course, you can, go to my, you can go to my blog and see that, that information as well. Congratulations to Narissa Street and the ladies of Girls Call the Shots. They wrapped up their first team media camp on August 4th. And, but 
and Arista has great plans for this camp in the future. So please visit BeYourOwnAnswer.com or GirlsCallTheShots.org for more information. And con- continue congratulations to Kip Capri Johnson on her gro- growing business. Make sure you visit her site at BlackTongueClothing.BigCartel.com. And uh, congratulations to graphic designer David A. Taylor. He and I are going to be doing some amazing things. And you can visit his site at data, D-A-T-A-Y-L-O-R-D-S-G-N.com. That's his website. And, of course, all this information you, can, you will be able to find on my blog. So don't worry about it if you haven't been able to write it down. Go to NikkeiMadison.com, one-stop shop. All right. Here it is. This is my grateful moment. And I am truly grateful to be interviewing someone that I consider to be one of the most impressive people I have ever met. I think her picture should be next to the words tenacity and determination in the dictionary. You will hear what I mean when you listen to the amazing Dr. Cindy Milligan. Now, Dr. Milligan is a college professor, writer, blogger, vocal arts performer, and vocal arts coach. She's going to be launching the Milligan Vocal Arts Institute this month, and she is the perfect person to launch my, my new series, People Launching Their Own Passions. If you'd like to speak to Dr. Milligan or myself, please call 347-539-5372 or email me at A-N-I-K-A Passion Journey, all one word, at gmail.com, and I'll read your question or comment on the air. All right. Dr. Milligan, are you with us? I am here. Yay! Please <laughs> join me in welcoming my dear friend and colleague, Dr. Cindy Milligan, who is taking time out of her busy schedule to join us today. Thank you so much. Oh, it is my pleasure, Nikkei. I am so excited about this conversation. <laughs> me too. I've been looking forward to it. I am so excited. Okay. All right, we have a lot to talk about, so let's let's let's, let's dive in. I decided dive. to start my interview. Yes, I decided to start my interview questions with this. What is your definition of passion? Oh boy, something that you cannot live without. You must have it. It's the burn, right? It's the thing that you think about all the time, uh, that you want to share with everybody else. The thing that matters to you. The thing that. Um, you, you just have to do it. If you don't do it, you just you feel out of sorts, out of whack. Something's yeah. not right. Uh, and, mm-hmm. you, and you just have to um, you just have to pursue it. You have to pursue it. Yes, yes. You and I both know a whole lot about that, don't we? <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> well, why, why is it okay. without some passion for something, you know? It is. It's, you're absolutely right. That is true. That's true. That's true. I, I love it because I love leaping out of the morning, leaping out of bed every morning, knowing what I'm going to be doing that day. That's just awesome to me. Yeah. Um, all right. Now, I want uh-huh. listeners to know more about you. I mentioned earlier that you're a college professor. Where do you teach and how long have you been an educator? Oh, boy. Um, well, I have, <laughs> I teach all kinds of communication and media-related courses. Um, and I've been teaching for a very long time. <laughs> um, I guess I could reveal my um, age, but that might not be necessary. Anyway, I no, teach. It's not necessary. 
I teach human communication, interpersonal communication, public speaking, voice, articulation, phonetics, uh, business communication. I teach uh, editing, production, media, media ethics, mass communication, all those types of courses. And have been teaching wow. for probably over 26 years now. That is incredible. Okay, now, on all my promos and, and all my social media posts, I've been talking about determination. If you want to know about determination, <laughs> this is a woman you want to talk to. So I'm going to dive right into that. Please tell us the story of how you got your doctorate. Oh, my goodness. You mean the doctorate that took me 13 years to get? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> is that the one you're talking about? Well, oh, yes. Was, Please tell us about that. It was a long journey, Anika. You know, you asked me about passion, and the one thing that I am truly, truly passionate about is the human voice. And so I was introduced and got excited about the voice at a very young age, and that was through my mom who taught me how to read when I was probably – you know, four going on five. And um, because I got so interested in the human voice, you know, that's how I kind of connected with all the communication stuff that I've uh, done over the years. And so I had this idea um, probably about mm, 17, 18 years ago to really get into vocal arts and the performance of vocal arts. And so I thought, well, I would really like to open a vocal arts institute, but I want to make sure that I have the credentials to do it. I had plenty of experience doing it because I had been teaching and using my voice. I had uh, done some acting. I had done some voiceover. I had done a lot of public speaking and using my voice in a lot of different ways. Every time I would come up with, you know, one of these career paths, I would look for training or somebody to help me or coach me along the way. And so I found vocal coaches in different areas, like vocal coach for voiceover, somebody else who helped me with voice for public speaking, somebody else who helped me with voice for teaching. And I realized that all these vocal coaches uh, were working in separate areas. And so I thought, wouldn't it be cool to have a place where everybody – could collaborate and work together, share ideas, and, 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 and come up with new vocal projects. And so that was my idea for the Vocal Arts Institute. But I wanted to make sure that I had not only uh, a good knowledge of all aspects of voice, but I also wanted to understand the theory and how it worked. And so that's when I decided to go back to school and get a Ph.D. in communication. Now, what happened was there really wasn't a PhD in what I was specifically interested in, the performance and study of the spoken human voice. Um, speech pathology is kind of more a different area, so you could get degrees in that, but that's going into the clinical aspects, uh, aspects of voice and people who have maybe physical challenges with their voice. And I, that wasn't really what I was interested in. I wasn't interested in the medical part of it. Um, and so I kind of created this uh, hybrid degree so uh, I went to Georgia State University, and I got a degree in communication, but I started studying the spoken human voice in film particularly. And so I wanted to have the credentials to open this institute where, you know, there would be education, 
research, performance, recording, all in one one location. So the degree, deciding to get the PhD, was one of the steps that I was taking in order to fulfill my vision of opening the Milligan Vocal Arts Institute. Well, when I first started to look into what that would you know, entail as far as the degree was concerned, I thought, okay, I'm pretty good at school. I can take some classes. <laughs> I can do some research. I can write a dissertation, no problem. And I could, and I did, but I did not have any idea that it would take me as long as it took me. And so people can say a lot of things about Cindy Milligan, but the one thing they cannot say is that she gives up easily. So that's for sure. along with that is for journey, sure. I just had to stay with it. And that is the most important tip that I could give anybody right now is just never, 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 never give up. Right. Because, you know, what I was doing with the degree was not hard, but, there were people who came into the midst of that, right, uh, who were instrumental in me uh, earning the degree, made things extremely difficult, unnecessarily difficult. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, all it was, it was so much of it was unnecessary, um, but I just would not quit. I would not quit. Even though it cost me a ton of money, it cost me blood sweat and millions of tears I just refused to quit wow I, I remember the time yeah I remember the, the times that you were going through this and I just thought so unfair but I was so impressed with your tenacity and that really inspired me and that's why I knew I had to have you on the show because 13 years you, you just you kept at it some people give up within, within months but you were determined, mm-hmm. and I just, I just thought that was amazing. Well, don't think I didn't want to in these days. I mean, there oh, was I know many you did. Times <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, while I was going through it, I would talk to family and friends, and, you know, they just kept asking me the same thing. You know, well, what's taking so long? Or what are you doing? Or why is it, why is it like this? And that doesn't seem fair, and that doesn't seem fair, and, you know, why are you doing this? You know, you've already had a great career. And, and, you know, I just, I couldn't listen to that. I could not listen to that. You know, love my family, love my friends. You know, I knew everybody had my best interest in heart because they didn't want to see me, you know, hurting and going through all this trauma. But at the same time, I just could not quit. And it wasn't so much that, you know, like I said, the work wasn't really hard. It wasn't hard because I was interested. I was very interested in what I was. So, you know, I have a friend who who's been recently saying to me, you know, your your why has to be greater than your how, and you know, yeah. Uh, Stephanie Johnson, shout out to Cornerstone Training and Consulting in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, Now she's another person who's pretty tenacious about her business too, and I've been doing some work with her this summer, and am looking forward to more in the future, but. She she kept saying this to me, you know, Cindy, your your why has to be greater than your how, and the why wow, I'm is really feeling this right now. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, it's the why do you do it, right? And 
it was why did I decide to get the degree? That was more important than the how I got it. Mm. So, you know, the reason I was after the degree was because I wanted the credentials to open this, this institute. And um, right. I, I could have done it without the, without the PhD. And the gate. I mean, you know, I have been doing vocal coaching and doing vocal performance for a lot of years. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I could have done it. But I wanted the, the degree to be able to do more research and to be able to do more things in more creative ways with the scientific underpinnings of it all. And so, you know, that was my why. That was the burn. That was the passion that allowed me to, you know, just take year after year, you know, registering for classes semester after semester, paying for classes that I did not need because at this point, you know, when I started working on my dissertation and doing all the research, I had to remain uh, registered as a student at least part-time in order to fulfill the requirements of the degree. And I had to be registered in three consecutive semesters before I finished the degree. So that meant, even though I had a projected, you know, I could project and say I'm going to finish in two more semesters or another semester, I had to stay, you know, in school as a student. So I was like, I had so many credits that, you know, and every semester I was paying to be part-time, every semester, and that also added to my frustration, you know, because I had taken all the coursework, I had done the research, and now I'm just writing a dissertation, and I've got five people on a committee who's saying no, 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 no. I kept hearing no, you know, rewrite this, do this over again, do this over again. And, you know, it was that why am I doing this that kept me going. Wow. It was not easy. If you, It was not easy. Yeah, I know it does. Oh, I know it. If you're just tuning in, welcome to Journey into Passion with me, Anika S., on Everyday Folks Blog Radio Network. Today, I am interviewing professor, writer, blogger, vocal arts coach, vocal artist, and very determined woman, Dr. Cindy Milligan. If you'd like to speak to Cindy or myself, please call 347-539-5372 or email me at anikepassionjourney at gmail.com. Wow. Okay. That, that is, if you, do, if, you, if you don't get inspired by that, I, I don't know. I, I can't, I, I don't know. But let's get ready for even some more inspiration. You told me an incredible story about prisoner of war. Tell our, tell oh. our listeners about that. <laughs> well, this is all about people who have dreams and visions and goals. You know, people have ideas to do, um, create film projects, uh, recording projects, write books, start businesses, be entrepreneurs. And they get frustrated a lot of times because they'll set a goal and say, well, you know, by the end of the year I want to have this done. I want to have this business set up and running. I want to have this book finished and published and they, they set these goals. And I, I heard this story once from a prisoner of war, and he was saying that <clears throat> while he was a prisoner with other prisoners of war, they would always talk about, you know, we're going to be out of here by Thanksgiving. We're going to be rescued by, you know, 
the end of November. We're going to be out of here by the end of the year. We're going to be out of here by the spring. And they kept, you know, that's how they kept themselves going. But the problem with that is by putting those dates on it, when, when, it, when they weren't rescued by Thanksgiving or weren't rescued by Christmas or the spring of the year, they would get so discouraged. So what he learned by the time he finally was rescued is that what they should have been saying is we're going to get out of here, period. Yeah. No putting the dates on it, no getting discouraged, but just keeping the hope that eventually one day they would get out. And that is what kept them going. But they had gone through several years of this discouragement because they kept putting these dates on it or these time limits on it. And I think that's what a lot of people do with their visions and their dreams is they say, you know, by the end of the year, I want to do this. By the end of the year, I want to do that. And I've done that. I'm I'm the number one goal-setting chick, right? I will put a date on on the end of something. And, you know, work for it. That's what I do with my, you know, degree in my dissertation. I kept saying, by the end of this semester, I'm going to be done with that. By the end of this semester, right? But semester after semester after semester kept passing. And at the end of, at the end of every semester, I felt like a failure. Wow. But it wasn't until I finally said, you know what, I'm going to eventually get this because I refuse to quit. Yeah. And they're finally going to get so tired of me that, you know, they're just going to have to let it go. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So and now you are Dr. Milligan. <laughs> well, I wasn't asking for anything. You know, I wasn't saying just give me this degree for no reason. I worked for it. Mm-hmm. I trust you. I yeah. put in some, some serious oh. hours. I know you did. <laughs> but the thing is, I just had to, I, I finally had to say, you know what, I'm going to get this degree. And it doesn't matter if I got it in 2007 or if I got it in 2015. The bottom line is I got it. Absolutely. And the other part of that is that while it was one of the steps or one of the things that I wanted to achieve in order to help me reach the other goal of, Mm -hmm. you know, opening Milligan Vocal Arts Institute, I kept thinking that I was a failure with that because I didn't have, I didn't have that business up and running. But the truth of the matter was, it's always been up and running because I've always been doing voiceover. I've always been doing speaking engagements. I've always been doing teaching. And the whole process of that PhD was a part of me establishing myself in this business. So even though I didn't have a physical building that had a sign on the door that said Milligan Vocal Arts Institute, come in and take some classes, mm-hmm. I was still doing that. Yeah. And as long as you're taking steps toward that goal, you cannot yeah. see it as a failure. You know, yeah. the success is not in finally having that building because once the right. building is open, I still got lots of stuff I want to do. Mm-hmm. So that's not the end of the journey. That's really just the beginning of the journey. But wow. as long as so that, that degree took me 13 years, it was 13 years of me working on not only the business but also working on the degree and working on myself yeah. to understand that, you know, there's so much more to this, this passion and 
concept that God has given me. Wow. Okay, now we have a couple of callers that I want to get into, but before we do, um, I don't want people to get confused because you're out there as the Vox Fox and the <laughs> Milligan's Vocal Arts Institute. So help right. us understand how we can find you. Okay. Uh, the Vox Fox is really just my, the moniker for my voiceover business. And so as mm-hmm. I was doing voiceovers, you know, for the last, what, 30 years, I, I've been called the Vox Fox, right? Um, and so I have a website, thevoxbox.com. And then the other website that I'm working on right now, which is the Milligan Vocal Arts Institute, is a totally different thing, but I'll always be the Vox Fox. So you can find me at, you know, the Vox Fox on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, but you can also find me um, on Facebook under Milligan Vocal Arts. You can find my website, milliganvocalarts.com, and then because of the whole concept of the Vocal Arts Institute, it's just a vocal takeover. And that's my Twitter. I have a Twitter uh, account at Vocal Takeover. Awesome. Okay, now I want to make sure people know that V is a Victor, O-X, uh, Vox, V-O-X, Vox, uh, com. Just want to make sure people know that. Okay, I'm right. going to get to a couple of these callers, and let's see. Caller, you're on the air. Can you hear us? Hello, caller? Okay. I hope you're just listening, and I want to thank you so much for listening. All right. Let's get to our next caller. All righty. Caller, you're on the air with Journey into Passion with Anika S. Caller, can you hear us? Okay. Well, okay. I'll put you right back into the queue. All righty. Okay, well, maybe they're just listening, and I want to thank you both so much for listening and calling in today. All right, so let's get back into it, Cindy. You're still with me, right? Yes, I am. Okay, awesome. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. (laughs) Okay, now, the Milligan Vocal Arts Institute, that's the the last thing that we were talking about. And if you're just tuning in, I just want to let you know that you are listening to Journey into Passion with Anike S. on Everyday Folks Blog Radio Network. And today I am talking to professor, blogger, writer, and vocal arts coach, as well as vocal arts, vocal arts, vocal arts artist, I'm going to get that out, Dr. Cindy Milligan. If you would like to speak to Cindy or myself, please call 347-539-5372 or email me at anikepassionjourney at gmail.com. And I see somebody else is calling in, so I am going to see if we can pick them up. Okay. All right. Caller, are you there? Hello. Caller, are you with us? Hello. Yes. Hi, Caller. Can you hear me? Thank you. Hi. Yes, I can hear you. Hi. Thank you oh, for calling great. in. You have a question or a comment? Great. Um, I just want to say that I've, I've been knowing Cindy for some time and have had the pleasure of working with her, and really she's been such a great inspiration to me. That it's just it's awesome. I mean, to just hear about her background of all these years of going, uh, of working hard on her dissertation and then finally getting her doctorate. I mean, it's just awesome to hear that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, that is awesome. Thank you so much for calling in, and thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. 
All righty. You know, Anike, I have to say that there's mm-hmm. so many of my friends yeah. who were with me during that journey, right, and I know they got sick of hearing me talk about it, right, and <laughs> begging them to help me with their with my research and can you be on, can you participate in my focus group? So I'm just, I'm really grateful because I did not do that by myself. Let me just add that one little piece in there. <laughs> Awesome. It's 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 a wonderful to have supporting friends, supportive friends and family. That 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 is the best thing. That is the best thing. Yeah. And I really appreciate you calling in today. All right. So no stay problem. with us, okay? All right. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. All right. Now, let's talk about timing. When you look at oh, what it takes to read your to <laughs> yes yes let's let's go there. When you look at what it takes to reach your goal, timing is also an important factor in how this is done. So what are your thoughts on this? Oh, boy, I have a lot of thoughts on that. Well, (laughs) it's the whole whole thing of we want things right away. We want things now. And I am absolutely guilty of that, Anike, I have to tell you. So when I started working on my PhD, I thought, you know, it's not going to take me more than, you know, three years, four years at the most. And when I started my coursework, I got through it really quickly. Well, I was also thinking that, you know, once I finish the degrees, then I'll just be ready to open the institute and everything will be, you know, great, grand, and wonderful. But, you know, the longer the degree took, the longer everything else took, right? But aside from me being discouraged along the way, I have today come to the realization (laughs) that, all of the stuff that I went through, the people that I met, the experiences that I had over the last, you know, 15, 20 years have all mm-hmm. culminated to get me to the point I am today. And we mm-hmm. just have to be patient. And I know that's really, really hard to do because we have this great idea. We think everybody else, you know, will jump on our bandwagon. But the truth of the matter is there may be things that need to be put in place before you get there in order to make it easier for you later. So here's yeah. what I'm talking about. I, I taught voiceover classes for many years um, before I came to Atlanta, but when I got here to Atlanta in, in 2000. And I taught voiceover in a very specific way, right? But because of the technology and because of the way technology has advanced so quickly with all the apps and the way we – operate with social media now, things are very different. I cannot teach voiceover today the same way I taught it even five years ago. Right. And so the timing, uh, the technology has made it so much easier for me, and it's made it mm-hmm. easier for people. It's actually opened more doors of opportunity for more vocal artists to perform, record projects, be known worldwide, right? But had I started, you know, this, 10 years ago or even 15 years ago when I started, you know, with this whole Ph.D. project, I would not know the things that I know now to even be able to help people in a different way. And also, I realize I mentioned Stephanie Johnson uh, earlier, and she is one of the people that I believe is absolutely instrumental in me fulfilling this vision of the Milligan Vocal Arts Institute. I don't even know at this point to what extent it will be because she has her Mm -hmm. own very successful business. 
But mm-hmm. when I met Stephanie, which was only about four or five months ago, I met her through another friend of mine who just gave me her telephone number and a business card and said, call Stephanie. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I called her one Friday afternoon. <laughs> and if you know anything about Atlanta traffic, you know it's a nightmare and you don't go oh, yeah. anywhere <laughs> uh, <laughs> at 3 o'clock uh, on a Friday afternoon. So I called right. Stephanie. I called her office just hoping to leave a message to set up an appointment with her in the next couple of weeks. But she answered the phone. And wow. I was really kind of shocked that she answered the phone. She answered the phone. I told her, um, you know, how I got, a, got her name and number. And she said, well, you know, I don't even know that person. And I'm like, wow, really? And uh, I said, well, I would like to, you know, sit down and talk with you. Uh, can we schedule a time to meet? She goes, well, I'm here in the office now if you want to come. And I'm thinking, she wants me to come from my house to her place, which was going to be about a 35-minute drive without traffic. She wants me to drive there and uh, rush our time on a Friday afternoon. And oh, my goes, goodness. Well, I'm here. Uh, so if you want to come now, that's fine. So I thought, you know what? I wasn't really doing anything else, but maybe I could take the back roads and get there in an hour. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have anything wow. else to do that afternoon. So I, I, I started on my way, and traffic was horrible. And oh. I called her, you know, about a third of the way to her office, and she was mm-hmm. just so happy and chipper. She goes, oh, well, I'm here. I'm just working. And I'm like, oh, my God, Really? And I really was about, I wanted to turn around and go home. But I yeah. said, well, if this woman is going to sit there and wait for me, I'm going to just, you know, take my time. She's not worried about what time I get there. So I made it to her office, and it was uh, it was absolutely a divine connection meeting her. And wow. like I said, I don't even know, the two of us, we were talking about this yesterday, I don't even know the extent to where this is going to go, but we both recognize the fact that it was a, it is a divine connection. And, you know, my working with her has opened the door for me to meet this group of people that are just amazing. And they're all entrepreneurs. They all have their own businesses. And when we come together, there is just this amazing synergy. We all bring something totally different to the table but together, we're just like this. It's just explosive. It's explosive. We were working together that all day. That is important. Day. Yeah. That and, is, so, that is so, so important. Had I set things up the way I was thinking all these years, who knows if I would have been on the right path to meet Stephanie or if I would have exactly. met her, you know, yeah. under different circumstances because – she even said yeah. to me, she goes, you know, Cindy, I was never in my office. I just happened to be in my office when you called that day. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you have That's to true. come to your office at Friday at 3 o'clock in rush hour traffic in Atlanta. You're crazy and I'm crazy for coming. But, yeah. hey, that's yeah. what happened. So, you, know, you never know. Things happen for a reason. You never know. Things happen for a reason. And we can't be impatient wanting things to happen right away. Right. Because – Right. Maybe there's some technology that's in development right now that you need right. for your business. And right. you're trying to get out there ahead of it where this one thing is going to make it so much easier for you. Or it's going to change the whole game. 
because I'll tell wow. you, my business plan that I started with, you know, seven years ago has morphed mm-hmm. into something completely different. I mean, the overall vision is still there, but right. the business plan as it is and the vision for the business now is so much better. It's so much more refined. Wow. It uses technology wow. in a different way, mm-hmm. and it's going to offer more uh, helpful, more important things to the clients and the people who come to the Institute. Wow. It's just totally different. It's totally different. That is awesome. Okay, we are down, to, if you can believe it, we're down to the last 19 minutes of the show. And so I just wanted yeah. to say, if you're, yeah, I know, if you're just tuning in, Welcome to Journey into Passion with me, Anika S., on Everyday Folks Blog Radio Network. Today, I am talking to professor, blogger, vocal arts coach, and vocal artist, Dr. Cindy Milligan. If you would like to speak to Cindy or myself, please call 347-539-5372, or you can send me an email to anikapassionjourney at gmail.com, and I'll read your question on the air or comment on the air. And I want to thank you so much for listening. Okay, we are having such a great conversation. And I wanted, I always love to ask this particular question, and I have to ask you because I'm really interested in what you have to say. This is my Oprah question. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you can talk to your 21-year-old self about where you're going to be in the future, which is today, what would you tell her and what advice would you give her to prepare her for this future? Oh, boy. You know, my, I'm going to tell you my initial uh, reaction to that, and then I'm going to tell you what I thought about later. Okay. My initial reaction, <laughs> my initial reaction is calm down. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would tell you. Cindy, yeah. calm down. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Yes. And you know, let things, let things happen, right? Yeah. Some things you don't need to push for. Some things you don't need to even mention. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was a hard one for me any day. Uh, yeah. Some things, you know, just, need, just let them happen. Yeah. Right? It's like the business, the degree. Just let it happen, right? Yeah. I didn't have to push for it. I didn't have to yell and scream about it, right? Mm-hmm. I just need to calm down, do the work. Yes. Patient, right? Yes. And I know it's hard. Yes. I don't even like when people tell me to be patient. I really don't. I really <laughs> hate that. Yes. But yes. it's important because we get too antsy and want things so quickly that I'm yeah. telling you, it may, there's a reason why, right? And you don't know what's going on with technology today. That is a huge component uh, yeah. of any entrepreneurial enterprise right now, Anike. Uh, yeah. Even if you don't think you're involved in technology, uh, you mm-hmm. are. You use it in some yeah. way. And so yeah. you, you've got to be able to just blow your role, so to speak, and, yeah. and and look at the tools that are there to help you, the people that are there to help you. And sometimes the people that you think are the ones that are supposed to be helping you, helping you are not the ones. Very good point. Right? <laughs> Excellent we, point. Yes. We want our family and our friends 
to help us, but sometimes they're not the one. Sometimes right. there's somebody else, you know, who is over here doing something completely different that can help right. you in ways you have never even imagined. So true. That is so true. So I, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I would tell my younger self to just calm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent advice. Excellent advice. Now, of course, you you and I both know about disappointment, you know, and yes. a lot of times that, that throws people off, you know, when they're on mm-hmm. that road and everything is going well and then, boom, something just really disappointing just messes everything up and they're ready to just say, you know what, I'm done. When that happens for you, what is the first thing you do? Well, I mean, that's, that's a really hard one because, you know, sometimes discouragement and, and disappointment can stop you dead in your tracks. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes that discouragement and disappointment is there to slow you down and to get you to stop and think about what's really important. It's not, all, it's not the easiest thing because if you do want to quit, and trust me, there have been many times I've wanted to quit. Many times. As a matter of fact, I wanted to quit last week because <laughs> I was so tired. <laughs> I did. I'm going to be honest with you. I wanted to quit. I'm like, okay, yeah. this is never mind. It's important. But it really is important. <laughs> and you, yeah. you know what got me out of it is, okay, mm-hmm. if I'm discouraged and disappointed today and I say I'm going to quit, I want to give up, well, if you quit and give up, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And this, this, this is one thing that's kept me going uh, no matter, because in the middle of that whole PhD program, when I had family and friends saying, why are you doing this? What are you doing? You know, they didn't want to say quit, yeah. but they were really kind of, they were kind of saying quit underneath. Right. When they would say that, it would really discourage me, right? But sometimes I just wanted to vent. Yeah. You know, I didn't want them to, yeah. I didn't want to tell me, you know, to keep going. I didn't really want them to say anything. I just needed to be able mm-hmm. to talk and get off my chest. So, right. you know, the fact that, you know, they were there, I, you can hear and you can kind of feel and sense, you know, the under undertones and the undercurrents of what people are saying, just, you know, just let it go. Just, you know. But then I have to say, well, I really don't have anything else to do right now other than, right, finish mm-hmm. this dissertation, Get this degree right. and start this business. <laughs> right. I have nothing plus else you put, to do. Right. You know, plus you put in the work. You put in the work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's a whole bunch of work, right? That is a whole bunch of work. Yeah. Exactly. But I, I, I didn't have anything better to do. Mm-hmm. You see? Yeah. So that was key. If this is what's been put in front of me, and, you know, uh, the Word of God says that he gives us the desires of our heart, well, mm-hmm. you can desire an apple and get an apple, but who gave you the desire for the apple? Oh. So mm-hmm. you may think you came up with this great grand idea, right, but maybe it wasn't your idea at all. Right. Right. So if, if it's one of those divine ideas, and divine things that many people can benefit from, then who are you to say, no, I'm not going to do it? And what else better do you have to do? Right. Because I had to ask that question. 
you know, and I'm not the kind of person to sit around and do nothing. Keep going. Wow. Just keep yeah. working on the thing that you're working on. And even if it's a, wow. even if you take a quarter of an inch of a step in six months, you're still further along than you were six months ago. Exactly. Exactly. I, I'm sitting here writing notes. You, you, you can't see me, but I, my, my hand is just going. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. What, what awesome. else better do you awesome. have to do? Right. What is the best advice you ever received? Ah, I just got some the other day. And this was uh, a, uh, a conversation I was having with a woman by the name of Santrell Green. And I was really in one of those discouraged, disappointing spots and frustrated. And she said, Cindy, just I had to make a decision, you know. And when I made this decision, it made all the difference. I said, well, what was the decision? She said, I decided to agree with life. Hmm. That goes back to stop fighting for everything. Yeah. Let some things happen, right? If you're doing what you're mm-hmm. supposed to do, some things are being put in place for you, oh. <laughs> for your benefit, to make things easier for you. But if you try to jump out there ahead of it, you're going to miss mm-hmm. it. Wow. So hmm. we have to agree with. You know, that whole, those three words kind of contain a lot, right? Agree with life. Well, yeah. you know, some people life is not so great. But I yeah. think life is great because my life is surrendered to the Lord. So right. I'm going to agree with life, right? Now, if your life yeah. is surrendered to somebody else, you might not want to agree with that, right? <laughs> <laughs> but right. when she said it, it really kind of struck me because, it really made a lot of sense to me at the time. It's back to me telling my 21-year-old self to calm down, you know? Yes. yes. You don't have to so struggle and fight for everything. Right. So let's go the other way. What's the worst okay. advice you ever received? Quit. <laughs> yes. Really? Quit? Yes. People have told me to yes. quit, give it up. What do you want to do that for? Right. I can't tell you how many times I heard that when I started working on my PhD. Well, what do mm-hmm. you want to do that for? And my question yeah. is, really, you're going to ask me why I want to get an education, why I want to learn? Really? Right. That's a question. Right. Would you ask? <laughs> right. Yeah. Would you ask wow. a six or seven year old why they go, why they're going to school? Right. Right. Wow. Yeah. So. so mm. At what point do you get too old to learn? You don't. <laughs> you should not. You absolutely well, don't. No. You should, right. you should never be too old to learn. And as no. an educator, I think the best educators are people who are constantly learning. Yes. Because things are constantly absolutely. changing. Right? Yes. So unless absolutely. you like to learn, you know, you can't be a good educator. Right. Because you'll all be You'll always be stuck doing the older stuff. But that's the worst advice I was ever given, quit, or, yeah. or the suggestion to quit. Because the question, uh, the question that was asked, uh, what are you doing that for, to me is suggesting quit. Yeah. Give that up. Wow. Forget about that. that yeah. Is, that's a stupid idea. Yeah. Really? 
I want to get into your um, background as a, as a, well, actually, I want to just get into your skill as a vocal artist because, um, mm. as you know, I'm, I'm writing my, my e-books, um, tentatively right. um, um, titled uh, Journey into Passion. Um, but and it's, it's all about passion. That's what it is. That's what it's about. And you have such an amazing voice, and, of course, you are a vocal artist, and I asked you to actually voice the book. And so what other work have, oh, yes. So what other work have you done as a vocal artist? Oh, boy. Uh, Well, probably some of the most fun I've ever had was just doing voiceover uh, radio commercials, television commercials. Uh, I was in, I had a small teeny part in a Tyler Perry movie. Uh, I've done motivational speaking, storytelling. I've done voiceover uh, lots of different types of voiceover, voiceovers for educational projects um, and narrated reads for some websites and stuff. But I worked my way through graduate school in the UK setting up voicemail systems for businesses. Awesome. And I set up voicemail systems for companies all over the world. Most of my clients I've never even met face-to-face. Hmm. They, they would find out about me and call me or send me an email and say, hey, can you record our voice prompt for our phone mail system? Sure, give me the script. Oh, we don't have a script. Can you write it? Sure, I can write it. So I would get access to their systems or record uh, voice prompts in the middle of the night, sometimes between 1 and 4 a.m. when everything was super quiet and nobody was knocking on my door and the phone wasn't ringing, I was recording voicemail, uh, setting up voicemail prompts for businesses all over the world. Wow. That is awesome. Now, you know I'm not going to let you skip over. I'm sorry, say again. Go ahead. I said that's one of the things that most people don't think about when they think of voiceover. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know I'm not going to let you skip over the Tyler Perry uh, thing. Uh, what, What movie was that? Oh, that was the movie Temptation. Temptation. And Awesome. Yes, I I had a role as a praying sister. (laughs) (laughs) It was, the script was for us to pray. Yes. It was the easiest role I've ever had. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, 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 um, now, of course, one of the skills that you do have, obviously, is being the vocal artist. So how can, how can people get you to book you as a vocal artist? Oh, yes, I am more than happy to do that. Uh, you can reach me at thevoxbox.com, or let me give you a phone number. And people can call. I'm available for speaking engagements, voiceover, uh, training, anything training with a, with a voice. Uh, the phone number is 678-318-1356. And I'll repeat that. It's 678-318-1356. Awesome. And you can awesome. always reach awesome. me at Cindy, Cindy at the voxbox.com. Awesome. Excellent. Excellent. All right. We have come down to the last four minutes of the show. This, this has gone by way too fast. You know you're going to have to come <laughs> back because we have so much more to talk about. But, of course, this month is all about people launching their own passion. So for anybody who just tuned, who's just tuning in, let's get back to your launch. This month you yeah. are launching. Take it up from here. 
the Milligan Vocal Arts Institute. And next Saturday, I'm having a voiceover class uh, in Atlanta. And if you want to explore voiceover in any way, it's, it's for those people who somebody said to you, hey, you have a great voice. Have you ever thought about doing voiceover? Uh, come to this four-hour workshop. It's from 10 to 2 on Saturday the 13th. You can email me at cindy at com or give me a call at 678-318-1356 to come to the class. It's going to be a lot of fun. We do all kinds of uh, voiceover, read all kinds of voiceover scripts, and I coach people individually. And uh, it, it's just a great, it's a great fun time to be artistic, creative, and learn something new. So that's really awesome. kind of one of the ways I'm launching it, right? So the whole vision for the Institute is that it's a collaborative place for people who use their voices creatively and professionally. And I've identified more than 30 different vocal genres. Some are artistic and some are creative. So on the artistic side, I work with actors, singers, puppeteers, ventriloquists, spoken word artists, DJs, rappers, storytellers. And on the business professional side, I work with motivational speakers, executives, sales professionals, ministers, auctioneers, teachers, broadcasters, attorneys. And so I just wanted to create a place where people who use their voices can come and collaborate. So we'll merge art, voice, and technology together, offering education, uh, recording studios. We'll have a performance space, and we'll eventually add a clinical section for people who have physical challenges with their voice. But basically, we just want to collaborate with a lot of different vocal artists and see what happens. Wow. Okay, we have a caller that came in, and we're in the last two minutes, so I'm going to see if we can get it in really, really fast. Um, let me see if we can get them on. Caller, you're on the air. Two, minutes, two more minutes. Caller? I just want to say congratulations to all you're doing, and it's so exciting to hear about. Awesome. Oh, thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for calling. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, I'm going to put you back in the queue. Stay with us. All right, Cindy. We Thank you so much for this interview. It has been incredible. We are down to the last minute of the show. And I just so want to stick around because you know we're going to have a chit-chat after the show, okay? <laughs> well, we knew this was going to happen. We knew we were never going to have enough time. Yeah. So thank you so much. And if you're just tuning in, you have just missed a great interview with my dear friend and colleague, Dr. Cindy Milligan. If you'd like to hear a playback of this interview, please go to my blog at anikamadison.com next week, and I'll post when it's ready. That's A-N-I-K-A madison.com. You have been listening to Journey into Passion with Anike S. on Everyday Folks Radio. And again, if you have any comments or questions, email me at anikepassionjourney at gmail.com. Tune in next Saturday, August 12th at 2 p.m. when I'll be talking to the very talented Tamitra Harris, singer, actress, and playwright, who will let, her, let us know about her future launches as well. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow, Everyday Folks Radio for BJ Speaks at 3 p.m. and Keeping Up With K-Pop every other Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, next show, August 12th. Thank you for tuning in and taking time out of your day to enjoy the show. Until next time, this is Anike S. Hoping you have a great weekend and experience great success on your journey into your passion.